Hello and welcome to this episode of Confessions of a Personal Trainer. Today I'm going to talk about making more time and it's not really that we're going to make more time because that's not possible but it's all about how to better manage the time that we have got and it's quite an interesting one because I know so many people who will tell me how busy they are all the time and they've never got time to do anything because they're so busy. They're like, what are you busy doing? So we're gonna look at that. What is everybody so busy doing? So I have a vision board in my bedroom and is all the things that I wanna achieve in 2022 and I will look at it every day. And some of it I'm currently working towards. Some of it is like slowly starting to happen now. And I think, oh yeah, cool, that's good. And then there's other bits that I haven't started yet. And I keep thinking, when will I ever have time to start that? And I think a lot of people are guilty of saying, oh, I'll do this when I've got more time. I'll start that project next month. I'm really busy right now, so I haven't got any time to do it. But I know I'll have more time by then. And that's the thing is that you're not going to have more time. Time doesn't increase, we're not going to get more time, it's not going to multiply, we just have to learn to manage our time better. Now I'm a huge believer in working smarter, not harder, so I want to do the bare minimum while achieving the most I can and why is that? Because I think that's smart. If I can achieve things that I want to achieve, whether that's work-wise or personal life, bit of both probably and still have time to go on Netflix or scroll through Instagram or sit and read a book or have a cup of coffee and just just do nothing. The moments where I just do nothing, I really appreciate because I can just be still. I'm not burnt out, I have time to think, but I still have time to do all the things that I wanna achieve or the things I say I'm gonna do. I think it's a good balance, but I do just have to remind myself of the things that I need to do. I need to be organised, basically. But I know people who will just love to show how busy they are and how much they're doing all the time, which is fair enough if you enjoy that, if you want to be rushed off your feet all the time and tell everybody how busy you are, then cool. But I hate rushing, personally, so I don't like rushing around all the time. I don't like to try to show people how busy I am. And don't get me wrong, I do work hard, I'm not denying that but I choose what I want to work on and I think that's the difference. So a great book that I read this year was Make Time and it was by Jake Knapp and John Zaratsky, I wanna say. And then in this book, they share methods for slowing down the rush basically and making time for things that matter. And I learned a lot from this book. So some of it I'm gonna share today. It's actually a very large book, so I'm not gonna talk about the whole book, but. I do really recommend it if anybody would like to read it. But basically, they talk about a a framework that they designed to be used each day to make more time. And there was four steps of this framework. It was a highlight, which was to prioritise something in your day. So choose a focal point for that day, something that you want to get done or something that needs to get done. It could be something that's fun that you want to get done or something that's urgent that needs to be done. And then they talk about laser tactics where they talk about how you beat distraction 
And that's one of the things that stops us from doing the things we say we're going to do because we're so easily distracted. I'm definitely easily distracted. So reading those, the tips that they suggested was really useful. Then they talk about energize and how we need to use the body to recharge the brain. And so often the things that don't get done is because we don't have the energy, whether that's because of a poor exercise routine or food or sleep. And then finally, the last point was reflect. And that would be to adjust and improve your system because it's not a a one method fits all. And it is about trial and error. So I've been thinking about how I, how do I manage my time? And I think, I don't know, I think I do it quite well. But there are days when I think, oh, that should have been done today or I didn't do that very well. But I guess I don't put too much pressure on myself, which is always a bonus because I think the more pressure you put on yourself or the more you tell yourself you need to do something or you're angry for not doing something, the harder it is to complete. I think so it's like a psychological mind game but I think for for my job I do need to be busy because no I don't need to be busy I need to be organized because I am busy um so there'll be there'll be days so like tonight for example I was thinking okay it's Sunday night right now and I do the podcast on Sunday afternoon or Sunday night and I didn't get a chance to do it earlier and then well I could have had chance actually I could have made time but I did go on TikTok earlier which I don't go on TikTok anymore okay because I end up scrolling for like half an hour and then I think oh my god I've done nothing for the last half an hour but anyway I went on TikTok and there I was lost in the TikTok world for half an hour and then I thought right okay I need to do something so let's plan the podcast so I planned it it was planned done and then I took a break and I did some cleaning which again I mean that's actually not a bad thing so I took a cleaning break, which, okay, I was I was procrastinating from doing the podcast, but that was productive procrastination because I got some cleaning done. And then I did some meal prep. And then I went out to Kenilworth because I went to a meditation. And then I got back and it was like 8 p.m. Then I was like, hmm, okay, it's 8 p.m. I still haven't done the podcast. So, um, yeah, then I thought, hmm, should I just leave it and do it tomorrow? But then I thought, no, because... I've committed to every Monday, people expect that, well, I don't know, does anyone expect it? <laughs> Hopefully, people expect this on a Monday. So I can't just not do it because I can't be bothered or, not that I can't be bothered really, I just, I convinced myself I hadn't got time. So I'm a bit dramatic with time. If I have three hours to do something, I will think, oh, that's not enough because once I've sat down, once I've started to do something, I'm going to need longer than that. Sometimes I'll have a three hour gap and then I think, oh, that's not enough time to do anything. So I don't do anything because I'm panicking about not having enough time that I do nothing with my time. (laughs) So I do have to be, I do have to have a word with myself. However, having said that, I do think I am quite good at time management. So these are my tips. I've got four tips for better time management. Number one is a reality check. And this is something I have to do quite a lot and get honest with myself. So it's really easy to convince ourselves that we're working when we're not. So I do this quite a lot. I might log on to Instagram because if I want to post something or if I want to get some inspiration, sometimes I will click on the Instagram app and then I forget what I've gone on there for and I end up scrolling for 20 minutes. And then I think, oh no, 
I haven't haven't done what I came on here to do. And there isn't really anything wrong with doing that, but if you're feeling fed up and you're thinking that you're I know you feel like you're you're working a lot and you go on Instagram to take a break and then you go off it to go back to work, you're you're not really having an effective break. Like a big one that people say to me is that if they don't have time to meal prep, like think about all the things that you do during the day that don't really serve you any any value or any purpose. So for example, scrolling through Instagram or Facebook or TikTok, if you accumulate those hours over the day, you could have put your meal prep into that time. The thing is, a lot of the time, most people can make time. Like you you can make time, you just don't want to. And that's quite a harsh truth, but it's easier to have an excuse and tell yourself you don't have time for it and then therefore that's the reason why you haven't got it done. Oh, I haven't got that done because I haven't got time for it and then it makes it okay. But actually, if you take action, which is the hard bit, but taking action is required for change and if you did take some action, you'll probably find that you can do it. All the times that you're telling yourself, no, I haven't got time for this, I can't do that. You can do that, you just need to make some change somewhere. So here is a task for this week. Pay attention to how your time is spent, even just for for today or for tomorrow, for the next three days. See what it is that you're doing with your time and are there any changes that you can make to be more aware of how you choose your time. My second tip is to know your priorities and to work on your priorities. This is another big one and I think a lot of people don't know what their main priority is or are. So then people put energy into things that aren't going to help them and then they're confused when they don't meet their goals. So I think if you don't know what your priorities are or what one priority is, then start by identifying what you would like your life to look like. And this can help to see where you need to make changes. And if the the ideal is a long way off from where you are now, then break it into smaller steps. Smaller steps so that you have an achievable goal that will take you in the direction that you want to go. So it's really easy for us to work on tasks that we perceive as simple. And that's because we're comfortable within our skill set, or if we can see where we're making progress, then great, we'll just stay where we are. And it's a lot more challenging to think about the bigger tasks that require more time or thinking or patience, or if it's out of our comfort zone, and then this is why we're likely to put it off. But then once you are clear on what it is that you're gonna do, the next stage is to make sure you do it. And that's the tough bit. And there isn't really a way, like a right or a wrong way to do it. You've gotta do what works for you. Some people like lists, some people like to block time in their diary. Some people like to bribe themselves or negotiate with themselves. I negotiate with myself quite a lot actually. So I will say, right, okay, if you can get through 15 minutes of this work, then we'll go on Instagram or then we'll watch cat videos. Whatever it is, I might bribe myself. If I can get through this cardio, I'll then make a nice coffee, something like that. Anything that's like a little reward, although that can be dangerous, but (laughs) something that is gonna help you mentally. Another thing that's useful is to remove the distractions and then come up with any strategies or identify potential barriers and solutions for how you'll remove and overcome them or avoid them. And there isn't a a magic way to make yourself productive, but 
if you know yourself and you are aware of what is likely to lead you astray, so for example, mine is social media, just because I lose track of time so easily. So I don't tend to go, I don't go on TikTok anymore unless somebody sends me a link. So if someone sends me a video to TikTok, then I'll open it and then I might scroll through it then. Otherwise, I don't go on it. And I've got the, I've got into a habit now of doing that. So I had a habit of just scrolling through it for no reason. But now I have done the reverse and I've got a habit of not checking it unless I go on because someone sent me something. So that works quite well. But when, whatever it might be, maybe you need to create a folder on your phone where you've got a social media folder and then they're all in there. So then you don't actually see them if you go onto your main screen. Uh, that can be quite helpful as well. So I, I know that my Instagram, my WhatsApp and Facebook are all in a, a folder. So I would have to go onto my apps and then onto the folder to get to it. Because sometimes it's, it, sometimes we click just for, for no reason. I might go in, on my phone to check the time and then before I know it, I'm scrolling for no reason. So sometimes you need to make it a little bit harder for yourself. And it might, that might not be your, your thing. You might, you might not have a, an issue with social media, but if you know what your potential barrier is and you've got a solution for how you're going to remove it or how you are going to overcome that, you're more likely to be able to stick to your priorities and be able to keep working on whatever it is that you want to be working on. Also, an important part of this is to be specific. So if you if you don't know what you want to be working on, you don't know a, a specific task that you need to do, then find out, like get, get curious, ask yourself what it is you want to be working on, how do you want to get there, what do you need to do? Because if you just have a generic task on your to-do list, you're far less likely to do it. This is something I've learned. So I will make a little list each week of things I want to do that week. I think I've mentioned this a few times. So every Sunday, I have a little reflection of the week and then I will make a list for the next week. And I'm into a reading habit now. I know, I'm as shocked as you are. I'm really sticking to my reading. But I notice that if I just write down, read daily, that could look like anything. I could read a page and then I'm like, great, I've read for the day. So what I try and do now is write down, read 30 pages per day because that's more specific. And then I know what it is I need to do. I've got a clear, achievable task that I know what I need to do to get it done. If I just say read, then I could read one page, I could read two pages and it could be done, but it might not be done. So being specific is very important. Here's another task for you. Ask yourself, what is my number one priority for the week? Or what, you might want to do it for a day. You might set, you might do a to-do list for the day and write down what the number one priority is for that day. Or you could do it over the week. I tend to do it, actually I do a bit of both. So I would do a weekly list and then each day I tend to have smaller tasks that might help towards the overall goal. But you, So your task for this week is to ask yourself what your number one priority is and then each day what have you done today that is going to help you towards that overall priority tip three for better time management is to set boundaries now a lot of our life is taken up by work and if you don't have 
clear working times and non-working times sometimes it can be a bit of a blur and you feel like you're constantly working so I think it's very important to have boundaries around work not even just around work around, around life in general but I mean that's that's probably an episode for another day but <laughs> let's just apply this to work and then some people in a, a nine-to-five job might have a good work-life balance if they've got clear working time during the week and then clear weekend off Although saying that, I do know people who will check their emails over the weekend or they spend their day off thinking about what they need to do when they return to work. And I get that because, so for me, I can find it very difficult to separate work time from non-work time. I will have time when I'm coaching clients and then time that I'm not coaching clients. But then sometimes the time when I'm not coaching people, I will spend either thinking or doing work-related tasks like planning sessions or researching exercises or replying to client inquiries or emails or whatsapp messages looking at videos of them in the gym so i feel like there's sometimes when i do have to remind myself to switch off and there's no badges given out for working yourself into the ground like work should be there to support you and support you living the life that you want to live it shouldn't take over your life and there may be times when you need to work a little bit harder but these should be of like shorter periods and then you balance it out with times of less pressure so I do this before I go on holiday or before I take a break I tend to work a little bit harder and then maybe I'll get cram a little bit more in maybe for the week before and then I go on holiday and I'm relaxed so I find that I can I can choose how hard I want to work and I suppose it's not is easy like that if you're working for somebody else I'm, I'm fortunate that I work for myself and I can kind of make my own rules but yeah I do feel like a lot of people will just work 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 and it is important to have the time when you aren't focused on work and whatever you want to do in that time is is you know up to you it's your your time to have your self-care or your family time your friends time and you've got to have space for yourself in fact, the more time you do have for yourself, the more energised you're probably going to feel and happy and the more likely you would be to work harder when you do work. So I think it's a good loop. I think if you're constantly working and having no time for yourself, you're just going to burn out. And I think you need to be able to put energy into other areas of your life. I've got another task. Another task this week is identify your non-work time and if necessary plan out what you're going to do in that time so that you know sometimes this is what I said earlier so you don't want to be sat there thinking about not working and this is something I will do so times when I'm not working so Thursday morning for example I don't book anybody in at the moment on a Thursday morning because that's my morning so that is a morning where I don't have to get up at half past four or five o'clock and I don't have to get out of the house by a certain time. I will just wake up, usually still set an alarm because I panic. I think, oh, what if I don't wake up until midday? <laughs> I don't think that would happen, but I still set an alarm just in case. But then I have a slow morning. So I might have a coffee, I might read in bed, I listen to music, but I usually know what I'm gonna do. So the, the night before I will know what I'm gonna do in that non-working time and I try not to do anything work related if I can. I, te- I do sometimes have a bit of an admin lunchtime and then I have clients in the afternoon, but in the morning, I know that that is my non-work time. 
and it's the same with Sunday. Sunday tends to be a nice chilled afternoon. I do the podcast. I do reply to some client check-in forms in the morning. Other than that, I know that I've got time to go out and see friends or I can go for a walk, I can go shopping, I can catch up with family. It's things that I wouldn't be able to do during the week maybe, but I know that I can do that on a Sunday because that's my time and I won't set anything else in that time. My fourth and final point for having better time management is to have realistic expectations. So everybody has a different life, different priorities, different goals, different lifestyles. So some of us will have busier jobs just if the commute times are longer, for example. Some of us have got second jobs. Some people have children, partners or grandparents, hobbies, studies. This means that everybody has got different time restraints and different amounts of personal time available everybody's free time might look different however having more or less time does not make us better or worse as people having more or less time does however impact what we can reasonably fit in so if somebody is reading a book every week they're starting a new book every week and they're doing 30,000 steps per day and then you're thinking oh my gosh how do they do that because I've barely managed to fit 5,000 steps in today and I haven't picked a book up this year, that's okay because you're probably doing things in your free time that they won't be doing. So everybody's free time will look different anyway. And I think what we need to remember is that we need to be realistic in how long things take and where we choose to put in the time. Don't compare yourself to other people and don't beat yourself up if you misjudge what can be achieved because that is part of it. Part of achieving something is figuring out what it is that you can do and what it is that you can't do. And it is a bit of trial and error. Thinking, okay, well that, that doesn't work and maybe I need to try it a different way. And some days you might have a really long to-do list where you've still got 60% of it that needs to be ticked off and you can just carry it on to the next day, that's fine. Some days you might just have two points and you get them ticked off by midday. So it's quite a nice balance. But make sure it's realistic for you. So that is all from me this week and I'm taking a break for the next four or five weeks. I should be back at the end of April with more content. I've got quite a few busy weekends coming up and I'm away in April so I've decided to have a little break, come back with some fresh content and new episodes from the end of April, early May. But in the meantime, it would be great if you could rate my podcast, please, from the the homepage. If you could just click click the star and give it a rating, that would be great. And if you want to see what I'm up to on Instagram, make sure you give me a follow. It's at underscore Chloe Longstaff. And I share motivation tips, healthy lifestyle things, and mouse content. That's usually what most people follow me for on Instagram. And I'll be back with more episodes again soon.